You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Welcome to the Earth Station MCU Podcast, your home for all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, The Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, and so much more. Visit us at our Facebook group, Earth Station MCU, at earthstationmcu.wordpress.com, or email us at earthstationmcu at gmail.com. Universe, and welcome back to another episode of Earth Station MCU. We have had a busy couple of weeks, so this is actually going to be kind of an omnibus uh, where we're going to squish together uh, the last few episodes of the season. My name is, of course, Jennifer Hartzorn, and I would like to welcome back my co-host, Mr. John Rabin. Yes, and I, I'm counting down the days to my vacation this week. Yes, you're, you're going down to uh, the House of the Mouse, right? Yes, and uh, of course, um, if anybody, any of our listeners uh, are going to be at MegaCon on Saturday, I'll be there as a as a as an attendee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to spend at least most of the day as uh, dressed as Jarvis. Awesome. And uh, I've I've got my little Bernie's Mountain Dog to bring with me. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, I'll probably bring Bernard as well, and I'll, I'll probably like. Stick Bernard in the grass somewhere. And yeah, I was, was going like to. I'm chasing after him. Yeah, it's it's Florida, so so you have to bring Bernard, right? Yeah. That that's only appropriate. Very cool. Yes, uh, I and as as I've mentioned before, this weekend I am going to be going nuts, running yep. back and forth between uh, uh, TimeGate and MomoCon. Um, uh, a number of uh, I know a number of people are going to be doing panels at both, including uh, fellow ESO person Mr. Mike Gordon, and uh, also a friend of the show Henry Hanks. I know is doing panels at both, so it's going to be crazy running all over the city doing craziness. Stuff. Yep, but and, uh, I I am uh, I've I've signed up uh, for photo ops at mm-hmm. Megacon with, uh, my friend Tabby and I, we're going to, we're going to get one with Haley Atwell. Oh, awesome. Uh, as, as Carter and Jarvis. Uh-huh, and, uh-huh. And I've got one, like, I want, I wanted to have time to run back and change into Coulson. Uh-huh. But it's, they put her and Ming-Na Wen so close together. Mm. It's going to be impossible. So. Yeah. Just going to have to be, I'm just going to have to join, uh, do the picture with Ming-Na as Jarvis instead of Coulson. Mm-hmm. But hopefully um, I'll have some time to change and uh, be able to do Colson. Maybe get a picture with William Sadler. And... That'd be awesome. Yep. Not every. Not often I get my picture with the president. So this is very true. This is very <laughs> true. Yeah. That. That's. That's awesome. Uh, I am, uh, on the other hand, going to be doing no cosplay uh, because that's just way too much work for me right now. <laughs> um, but uh, I've got. I've got my lineup of convention T-shirts. Uh, I've got my uh, uh, four doctors, one of the four uh, uh, modern-day uh, doctors walk, walking across a crosswalk like Abbey Road, nice, which is nice. nice. I've got my uh, minimalist uh, Black Widow one, which which is really awesome. And I've got uh, not not specifically uh, either of my general fandoms, but uh, I have Burr shot first in the Star Wars logo, which is sort of my Star Wars and, uh, and Hamilton crossover T-shirt. And then I just I think I think I may be the last person to uh, who has resisted listening to all of Hamilton. Oh, why, why, why are you resisting? It is awesome. It is the best thing ever. But uh, resistance it, is not futile. If you say so, there are four lights. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. And then I got uh, I got a uh, new Deadpool shirt, so I'm I should be all set for all four days. Yeah, and we can edit this this comment out, but you know, uh, when you go up for the bar exam, mm-hmm. uh, at least in North Carolina, you have to do kind of like a character interview. Really? With okay. Some real attorneys. Uh huh. And I go in there kind of all nervous, like, oh god, they're just going to bring up every horrible everything <laughs> ever done, even down to principal's office visits. Uh huh. And uh, you know, so they said just like 
I get in there and I'm like, don't worry about this. It's, you know, it's everybody. We've all had to go through it. It's we're just gonna have a conversation. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna interrogate you. And I picked that moment to joke. There are four lights. <laughs> but did they get it? No, I don't think so. But they kind of laughed anyway. So in, in, in an awkward, uncomfortable way. I understand. No, awkward. <laughs> but it's like, oh, obviously you're telling a joke. We don't really get the reference, but it, it's kind of funny. All right. Well, that that works. That definitely works. Yeah. Um. So uh. So yeah. It's been a while since we uh got back together. So we have lots and lots of news. Um. Oh, crap! All the casting news in the last couple of weeks. Oh my gosh! And and we've we've had a couple of flip flops of this person's cast. No, this not person's not cast. That's... But um. I guess uh, I guess we can start with Thor. That's one of the the recent ones. Yeah, um, that's probably the biggest one I think so far. Uh, because they they essentially confirm that Tilda Swinton is going to be Hela. Uh, not not Tilda Swinton, um, Kate Blanchett. Oh, Kate Blanchett. Yes. Right, because Tilda Swinton's the ancient one. Right, right. I'm sorry, I I get the two of them confused. They're you know, very tall, very like whitish blonde British English girls. Women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they all look alike, right? But uh, but yeah, she's going to be playing Hela, um, and uh, we've got Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. I know a lot yeah. of people are super excited about Valkyrie. Yeah, so that was confirmed. And um, so tell us who Grandmaster is, because that's that's gonna that's who Jeff Goldblum's playing, right? Right. Uh, yeah, because that's that is now the big reveal of who he was saying that he was in talks to play, but couldn't say anything. Right. Uh, Grandmaster in the comics is kind of one of those pantheons of, uh, of galactic, uh, elders, mm-hmm. uh, much like the collector. In fact, in the comics, um, the collector and the grandmaster kind of, uh, tend to bet against each other and try to, uh, you know, influence outcomes, uh-huh. uh, in their benefit. It's almost like an ongoing game for the two of them. Kind of Game of Thrones kind of thing going on. Yeah, and that's Excellent. kind of what and that's kind of what Grandmaster is. Is he's okay. kind of uh, kind of a shadowy, influencing character, usually mm-hmm. trying to make things come out, uh, you know, the way he wants them to. Okay. Um, and also, um, Grandmaster is one of the kind of the, like I say, that pantheon of uh, of galactic elders mm-hmm. that ends up showing up um, in the Infinity Gauntlet storyline to try to oppose Thanos hmm. after he gets the Infinity Gauntlet and all the gems. Okay, cool. So do you think, I mean, this this is just like wild speculation, but do you think that he's he's more going to be there as like a, a tie into later things, or do you think he's going to have a hand in, in actually doing the, the Ragnarok part of things, or what? Um, I think he's going to be playing into the grand scheme of mm-hmm. things, uh, pun intended. Uh-huh. Uh, he, I definitely feel like this means an Infinity Stone is going to show up mm-hmm. um, between him appearing, uh, it being Ragnarok, Hela, and mm-hmm. know, the realm of Hell showing up, um, and also what uh, Thor was saying at the end of Age of Ultron, because mm-hmm. part of his, you know, his leaving the team was I'm I'm going to go find out what's going on here. Right, right. His whole hot tub time machine thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, another one uh, whose name I didn't recognize that was mentioned was Carl Urban uh, yeah. has been cast as Scourge, S-K-U-R-G-E. Yeah. So what do you know about him? Scourge is is really one of Thor's oldest enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a, he has a guardian. He's a warrior. He's a very powerful guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he also goes by the, uh, the nom de gerre, uh, the Executioner. Okay. Uh, and he usually tends to carry around a big double-bladed axe with him. Nice. Um, he also hangs around most of his time with another Asgardian known as the Enchantress. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's a bit more of a magical, mystical character. Um, yeah, a lot of people have been speculating that that's what Kate Blanchett was going to be playing for a long time. But Yeah, and I, I would say if uh, Scourge is going to be in this, mm-hmm. it probably won't be too long before we hear a casting announcement that her character is going to be in it as well. Cool, cool. Because the two of them just go together mm-hmm. so much in the comics. It's really rare that he appears and she doesn't, or mm-hmm. she appears and he doesn't. Okay, cool. Uh, mainly because he is like madly in love with her, even though she's kind of in love with Thor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting, very cool. Um, 
pe people who are notably absent from the the casting notices they have not mentioned uh the warriors three and sif right. um yet that doesn't mean they're not in it and uh uh when uh, jamie alexander was asked on twitter apparently she replied with a little winky face so who knows what that means maybe they're still in negotiations or or it what but I mean, it's more than likely going to happen. Uh, I would say that if, you know, you really can't have a Thor movie without the Warriors 3 and Sif at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, they've appeared in both of them prior, even though Hogan got drastically cut out of the Dark World. Right, right. And uh, and we've we've had uh, two Fandrels as well, so, you know, it's yeah. like if they can't get this person, they'll just recast him. Well, you know, they originally wanted Zachary Levy. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, and he was not available huh. because of Chuck, so right. that's why he shows up in the dark world is because, hey, Chuck got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and and he's he looks really weird blonde, but, but you know, it works, so. I, I liked it. Um, you know, nothing against, uh, against was it Josh, Joshua Dallas was his name? Yeah, Josh Dallas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, nothing against him, but I really feel like, um, Zachary Levy really brought that character to mm -hmm. life even more because he gave him that kind of that fun swashbuckling quality that Josh Dallas didn't have. In mm -hmm. Which is funny because Josh Dallas plays uh, Prince Charming on um, on uh, Once Upon a Time, and he's great yeah. in that. But but yeah, Although I've been told by like my friends who watch once that he's he's probably one of the most bland characters because he's the flat out he's the kind good of guy. two dimensional hero. Yeah, he's he he's pretty much. I mean. That I could I could go on and on about the issues that show has, but uh... yeah. And part of the thing with uh, with um, Fandral is mm -hmm. he's basically a, a an Errol Flynn XP. Right, right. You know that's what he was created to be. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, <laughs> also, also related to uh, uh, Ragnarok. Uh, I had I had never seen all of what we do in the shadows before, and mm -hmm. and I have now, and it's a great movie and it's hilarious. I just I still cannot reconcile that. I have to remind myself, Elf and Iron Man, yeah, because you know, you remember, and you got Peyton Reed, yep. uh, although uh, Ant Man is, is meant to be more of a comedy. Mm -hmm. uh, the Russos were very before uh, they jumped into Captain America Winter Soldier mm -hmm. were primarily known for directing episodes of Community and that's Arrested true. Development. That's true. That's very true. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure he's got the range. It just, just the whole way through I was going, I can't picture this, but, but I have faith, always have faith in Marvel and, and most of the time you will not be disappointed. Um, so other uh, big casting news, another new one is yep. uh, Michael Keaton. Um, yes. Which again, we'd been uh, he he was a he's in he's out kind of yeah. thing, uh, but uh, it looks like he's going to be in uh, Spider Man. Yep, and the speculation is still going to be that he is going to be uh, Adrian Toomes, aka the Vulture, who is okay. old, uh, also no pun intended, uh, foe of Spider Man. Because mm -hmm. in the in the comics, he is very much an older guy, like mm -hmm. a, like got to be in his late 60s, early 70s mm -hmm. at, at the very least. And uh, I don't think, you know, uh, you know he, he, he's not up that high, but but certainly he can play that. So, yeah. But he, ha he has played a Birdman before. <laughs> Indeed he has. Indeed he has. And the, the current, I mean, this is, this is just totally wild rumor at this point, but uh, apparently somebody asked uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, because there was a rumor that he was, that Wilson Fisk was going to be showing up in Spider-Man, which is really weird to me but um uh he said he said no no one has talked with me about it but i'd love to and this has caused the internet to explode with more people going he's gonna be in it and it's like no no guys he's, no, he's yeah, not it's just a rumor uh he... yeah and although uh kingpin actually debuted in spider-man hmm. uh, and he was a foe of spidey's uh long before um He's, the King Ben started tussling with Daredevil because Daredevil doesn't get created until like late sixties, early seventies. Right, right. And uh, you know, Spider Man had been around since then, and King Ben was a major crime crime boss uh, early in Spider Man's run. Would often hire uh, bad guys to go after Spider Man mm -hmm. because Spider Man kept interfering with his his criminal enterprise. Right, 
Right. And it, if you watch the um, Spider-Man the Animated Series back in the 90s, Kingpin was a major player in that series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just, it's one of these things where, you know, different corners of the MCU, one of the things that makes it great is they have very different styles and very different tones. And the way that they're setting up Spider-Man, it's it's pretty much at the opposite end of the spectrum from, from what we've seen in Daredevil. I, and I wouldn't put it beyond them to eventually have the Kingpin show up in sure. some capacity uh, as kind of a, you know, time to graduate, time to grow up and mm-hmm. face somebody who's really dangerous. Right. Um, but but for a, a John Hughes high school, you know, uh, yeah. you know, romantic comedy almost kind of thing it, that, that that tonally that's just a little bit weird not to mention we also face the problem of the kingpin still being in jail that's true that's very true although you know and you know and they a cameo is not necessarily you know out of out of the question for something like this you know maybe maybe there's a flashback scene with with him and uh and uh Michael Keaton's character, you know, back in the day being buddies or something, right. you know, wh- wh- whatever. I'm I'm open to, I mean, to possibilities. Sure. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it it could be possible to bring him in as a villain because, like I said, you know, he would often hire other guys to come after Spider-Man. Right. And in uh, the animated series, that's a large part of what he does. He also helps kind of create and fund the Spider Slayers mm-hmm. and a bunch of other things that cause problems for Peter. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, so other big casting news uh, is we got a bunch of people who have been confirmed for Black Panther. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and they've said that the cast is going to be 90% uh, African or African American. Which, you know, well, duh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. why, why is, and they're saying, oh, some of it might film in Africa. Well, yeah, I mean, at, certainly yeah. Atlanta can stand in for Africa. It has several times yes. now, but uh, yes, it, uh, it, it certainly did so in Civil War. Yep, and and it's it's certainly hot enough. Uh, I was seeing a, uh, a, a I forget where it was online somewhere. They were uh, talking about uh, exactly how hot it was in Atlanta when they were filming that marketplace scene. But uh, yeah, you know, in the in the poor. Uh, the poor dears Chadwick Boseman and Chris Evans who had to suffer so horribly in their costumes. Oh yes, yep. But uh, uh, so one uh, one pe- one of the uh, people that's been confirmed is Lupita Nyong'o, uh, mm-hmm. who was uh, uh, you know she's been in in a bunch of things, but uh, she was right. in uh, in Star Wars: The Force Awakens and yep. uh, also was just as um, uh, let's see, uh, Rakasha apparently in yes, uh, in Jungle in Book. Jungle Book. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um and she had of course she's an Oscar winner for 12 Years a Slave. Um right. so what they're saying is she's um she's going to be playing T'Challa's love interest um and they haven't said a character name. Do you have any speculation on on who that might be? Um one possibility there are actually two possibilities in here. Mm-hmm. Um one is Monica Lynn, who is a like an American singer, mm-hmm. uh, who was a love interest for T'Challa, and uh, many times across the comics, as if somebody wanted to get to him, they mm-hmm. they you know do the kind of the damsel in distress of kidnapping her. Okay. Uh, another possibility is a girl named Nakia, who is a member of the uh, the Dora Minashi. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, I is the, 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 the that, right? but that's yeah, all female bodyguards. Right, right. right. Um, and there was, uh, I know there was, uh, some speculation. There was a woman who yeah. was, uh, following her around in civil war and people kind of yes. were hoping that she would get into it with people. <laughs> yeah. Move or you will be moved. Indeed. Indeed. Um, and then, uh, we've had, uh, a couple of other, uh, announcements. Of course, we've right. got, um, uh, our our other former uh, Human Torch, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I think I, the best uh, headline I saw for that was mm-hmm. MCU saves another Human Torch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he uh, 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 he's again. They haven't said who mm-hmm. he's playing. Um, some people are saying that that it's a, a, a villain part, but on the other, I mean, he's he's kind of on the young side, isn't he? He is. I mean, I'd be pretty surprised if he ended up being somebody like uh, uh, like Kill- Eric Killmonger, who's a major uh, antagonist for mm-hmm. T'Challa. 
Uh, I could see him maybe being somebody in uh, T'Challa's inner circle, mm-hmm. maybe like a brother or something, but I just don't really see him being the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he I mean... and Ryan Coogler have have a great working relationship together, mm-hmm. uh, you know, first with Fruitvale Station, mm-hmm. then with Creed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Coogler really brings out, I think, the best in Jordan. So I th- I'm, I'm really looking forward to him being a part of this movie. Very cool. Very cool. And, of course, um, we, we haven't heard anything about him recently, but I'm sure Ulysses Claw is going to be in it because, I mean, they've they've set that up. Yeah. And uh, and Indie Circus is just, you know, awesome. Yeah. And part of this uh, this casting call that got published for um, for Black Panther, which, mm-hmm. you know, the the authenticity is still kind of under questionable. Question, sure. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it does put him in there and it hints uh, that he may have had some responsibility in T'Chaka's death. So I'm not sure exactly how that works out Mm -hmm. because it seemed like everything was being, uh, you know, all the strings were being pulled by Zemo, but Mm -hmm. who knows? Yeah. Um, there've been, there've been a couple of other rumors that have flown around, but I think at this point that's, you know, we, we, we don't have anything much further than that. I think, um, for solid stuff. Let's see other, uh, other big stuff. Um, I think uh, casting-wise, I think that's that's it for big stuff. Um, we uh, had a, uh, a comment that Miss um, Chloe made at um, Chloe Bennett made at a convention, uh, mm-hmm. saying what pretty much all of us have have said, which is that you yeah. know it's a shame that there isn't more connection between uh, the MCU movies and the TV series. Um, Although I don't know that it was necessarily the most tactful thing. I mean, you know, and on the one hand, you know, I get it that, you know, it's it's much like they mm-hmm. said in, in Ant-Man, right? You know, it's like, right. well, I think the first thing we should do is call the Avengers, you know, but yeah, that's not going to happen. There's, you know, there, there are issues of, you know, they, they, they can't afford right. to get Robert Downey Jr. on on. Yeah. Agent and Kevin Shield Feige has you know, said, you know, it's it's really hard syncing up our production our production schedules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's you know, I, I I know I'm sure it's doable, but um, you know, she said mm-hmm. uh, uh, the quote that she had was, um, "People who make movies for Marvel, why don't you acknowledge what happens on our show? Why don't you guys go and ask them that because they don't seem to care." That's kind of rude. I don't know. That's just kind of kind of biting the hand that feeds you. I thought but, rude, but justified. Uh, I think. Yeah, um, but it's it just comes off as kind of whiny. I thought. But. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I guess, like Quark's probably too nice a guy to say it. Yeah. So you know you can let Chloe say it. <laughs> true. True. Because uh, I think she's pretty much one of the one of the unkillable characters on this show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, and we'll we'll certainly get to that when we talk about Shield, but uh, yeah, she's she's pretty central to that, even you know, at least as much as Coulson. So, right. Uh, I but, mean, I would say if there's anybody anybody safe is probably Coulson, Daisy, and May. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so speaking of of uh, ABC shows, um, I'm I, I gotta. Uh, I got to get around to making my black armband to wear for this weekend because I'm, I'm still in mourning for uh, agent Carter getting, getting canceled. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, we, we didn't get Marvel's most wanted either. Yeah. And that, that was a little bit surprising because they'd gotten, you know, some big names. I know Delroy Lindo was going to be associated with that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it had gotten pretty, I I don't know if they actually filmed a pilot or not, but, uh, they did film a pilot. And from what I understand, the initial, uh, reaction mm -hmm. seemed like it was positive, but then it just kind of faded. Yeah. And, um, the big rumor, uh, based on not only uh, that getting passed on and Agent Carter getting, pa- getting mm-hmm. canceled, um, but looking at a lot of the other shows mm-hmm. that ABC does, uh, suggested that they're really trying to axe as many of their genre programs yeah. as they can. Yeah, absolutely. That, that 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 certainly is what it what it looks like. Which, you know, and if yeah. the, if they were to do something like, um, you know, an, another. Uh, 
female-led show, obviously, that uh, that people have been making comparisons to is, of course, Supergirl. And CBS said, you know what, this isn't working for us, but we've got other uh, other networks in our family. We have ownership in the CW. And exactly. Greg Barenthal created uh, all these other shows, so mm-hmm. let's let him have that have that too on the CW. Exactly. So, you know, I'm, I'm a big, I I wish that more networks would do that because, you know, most of them have relationships with, with other networks. Like, you know, like when, when Constantine got canceled, I was like, why don't they move this to, to sci-fi? I mean, that seemed like the obvious choice, but. Yeah, um, but now we've got John Constantine is in the Arrowverse. That makes me happy. That's, and that's very cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it seems like you know like that potentially could have worked on you know if not maybe not on freeform because the the characters are older but you know right. um it seems like there there has to be another ABC related network out there well, that I, it could have worked for. Well, I think the last time I looked, um, the the Agent Carter petition had something like a hundred thousand signatures on it, and that's that's to move it to Netflix, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, which which would be great. Um, I know that's that's sort of yep. everybody's favorite uh, favorite thing to say if something gets canceled. Well, is well, we'll just move it to Netflix. And the production of uh, Conviction can can work around that. I mean, you can wait. Oh sure. Longer for Haley to be available to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's there's no pressure to to meet a fall production schedule or anything like that. Right. It w- it would be great if it could happen. Um, you know, obviously I I love Agent Carter. I, I I like personally I like Agent Carter better than Agents of Shield, but you know I love I love the period setting. But I know mommy that... and daddy don't need to fight. Okay, exactly, I'm exactly. Sorry. Um, but uh, you know it's for, for a show yeah. that doesn't seem to have that many effects. You know, all things considered, it, it kind of does because there's an well, awful lot of of cleanup work that they have to do to get all the modern stuff out of you know out of shots. Um, so, I know right. that's probably a, a factor that they don't have to deal with for something like Jessica Jones. Um, no, of course. So, uh, and 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 Jessica Jones and, and Daredevil both, you know, obviously they they have effects work, but it's not you know it's not like proto extremis or you know. Um, you know, Whitney Frost yeah. turning into a giant black tentacle monster or something. So yeah, I mean, especially since those are the shows are a little bit more grounded. Yeah. Um, if if I got time, I could talk about the uh, the DLC for later. Sure. Yeah. So I uh, I downloaded it. It was made available uh, last week, mm-hmm. but I downloaded the uh, content for agents the Agents of Shield level mm-hmm. for Lego Marvel's Avengers. Cool. Which is actually the whole thing is based on the season two finale. Mm-hmm. So you actually you start off in uh, in afterlife and you're playing as May and Simmons mm-hmm. and you kind of have to fight Daisy and Lincoln a little bit and get them back on your side. Mm-hmm. Then in part two it switches over to uh, to the Shield base mm-hmm. and you're base you're essentially first facing off against Gordon mm-hmm. and you're playing as Daisy and Fitz. Okay. And so you're trying to trap Gordon, mm-hmm. and then once you get him taken care of, you gotta fight uh, Cal, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where where it ends. Is once you beat Cal, it gives you a little narration of this is everything else that happened. And it's a pretty great narration because it's mm-hmm. done by Ming Na Wen. Oh, cool! That's awesome. Yeah. Which at the very end she's kind of like yes and everybody came home fine and then you see in the little comic panel Simmons getting drawn into the obelisk. <laughs> he goes, hey, where's Simmons? <laughs> nice. Like, oh. Oh. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's another great example of of um of production schedules because yep. you know it seems like well, geez, you know, we just finished. Uh, the, the next season after that, you know, it's like, well, why, why isn't there more recent stuff? But the amount of time it takes to, to put together a game is, is pretty yeah. significant. Yeah. You know, and so if, if Marvel were going to time these things better, they would have to do a lot more pre-planning and a lot more, you know, sharing of, of information a lot further ahead of time. Um, and, and obviously, right. they, they... And although I think the season two finale makes for a great level, uh, I'm not really sure what we would do with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you could possibly do the season one finale, but I think this one, uh, so far out of the three seasons we've gotten, is the best storyline to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, you get uh, a few different vehicles with it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites is you actually get the bus. Awesome. So I'm desperate now to find instructions <laughs> for the bus uh-huh. so I can actually build it for real. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Another thing is uh, you get a whole bunch of characters. I think they'd originally advertised Agent Keenig, but I couldn't find him. Mm. But you get uh, you get pretty much all the major characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Coulson was already a, a, an unlockable character, mm-hmm. but you get May, you get Daisy, Fitz, Simmons, Gordon, Jiang, um, Cal, and you get a couple different versions of him too. Cool. So he can kind of he can kind of transform and do his super strength thing. <laughs> Neat, that's awesome. Oh, and Reyna. Very cool. Yep, very cool. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, that's it for big uh, big stuff. Uh, of course, we got we got stuff to talk about with uh, yep. the impact of Civil War on Shield, but uh, I guess that will wrap us up news wise. Um, we will go ahead and take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be talking about the last several episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Cornflake. So we host the Flopcast. We cover nerd and geek subjects of all types, but this is sort of a sillier, goofier side of geekdom, I'd say. We love to talk about music, especially funny music. We talk about comic books, conventions. Saturday morning cartoons! Oh, yeah. I'd say if you're going to put the Flopcast in Brady Bunch terms, we're like the Cousin Oliver of podcasting. (laughs) And we do a ridiculous new Flopcast episode every week. What is wrong with us? We really have nothing else to do. (laughs) We're part of the Earth Station One Podcast Network. And you can find us at Flopcast.net. Welcome back, Marvel Universe. And now we're going to be talking about uh, the uh, the last few episodes of Agents of Shield. And we, we we've got limited time, so so we're going to ha- kind of have to compress things. But um, man, there was we had some really good episodes in in A the lot last. A happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess one thing obviously is uh, they did have some tie-ins to what happened in Civil mm-hmm. War. They weren't they weren't huge, but. Um, we had, uh, of course, we had Coulson reading in the paper about right. uh, Peggy Carter dying, um, and a little bit of discussion about the Accords. Yeah, and the Accords are definitely changing the game for Shield. And of course, Talbot comes in like, "This is the law now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to be upfront about this." And Coulson's like, "Well, we kind of work best from the shadows, right? You know, the cor- the Accords are good for the Avengers." Exactly. Exactly. I mean, well, and whether they're good for the Avengers is is, is yeah. still uh, uh, well, still they're better for the Avengers than they are for right. It, it it makes more sense because you know that's they're they're going to be doing things that you cannot hide. You know, if you're you're going to be like you know, uh, you know, blowing up buildings and things like that. Shield is much more the 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 low key end of things. Um, so, uh, so, so yeah, so that was, that was definitely mentioned, but there wasn't, you know, and a lot of people were saying, oh, well, this is going to be just as big as Winter Soldier. No, I mean, yeah, it I, wasn't the, as transformative as Winter Soldier, but I think especially, uh, what we saw at the end mm-hmm. of the finale, it's going to play a role going forwards. Yes, definitely. And, uh, since we're, we're jumping around anyway, um, yeah, I mean, so, so that's the, the, the way that it leaves things at the end of the the finale we jump forward uh i think it was was it six months um and uh daisy is is uh looking all goth and and hippie well she's kind of gone as a rogue hero now yeah exactly and she was uh she was talking with the uh the family of uh the guy who did the the prophecy of course that that everything led up to. I think that's who that was, wasn't it? Um, which part? Um, and oh yeah, it, yeah. No, it was it was the do- the wife and the daughter of him. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Um, so she's but she's basically on the run. Um, Mac and Coulson, we know, are still in Shield. However, Coulson is not the director. 
yeah, he called somebody else a director, and we, we're not quite sure who that is yet. And he's kind of dressed down, too. He's not in his usual, you know, suit and tie ensemble. Well, he hasn't been out for pretty much the majority of the season. True, true, but but yeah, I mean, it's it's when, when he's... When he's got his director mojo going on, uh, you know, I still expect to see that navy blue suit. But, um, but yeah. So, what do you think? What do you do? You think? Uh, you think it's May? Do you think it's? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for Maria Hill personally. It could be May. Um, I mean, I don't know of anything that Colby Smolders is really doing at the moment. So exactly. It could, certainly could be her. Mm-hmm. Um, we also don't know how the accords are going to affect Maria since we didn't see Maria in Civil War. Right. Um, but it would be it would be canon for her to be the director. Mm-hmm. That's definitely something that uh, that she has done in the comics, and you know, and she's been the one. Uh, the one person who has really crossed over that, you know, is, is aware. I mean, obviously Fury knows that, uh, that Coulson's alive, but Fury is, is underground right now. Um, yeah. as far as the movie end of things. And he doesn't seem to be all that inclined to come back as director. Right. Exactly. Um, I think it, we also could be looking at maybe Talbot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's possible. Um, you know, certainly with with the idea of there being more direct governmental oversight, mm-hmm. um, you know that would that would certainly make sense. Um, yeah, and the hunting down of of Daisy as a rogue hero would certainly seem that there that Shield is enforcing the protocols yep. or the accords. Yeah, although, and I mean that's that that's a good question, and I've seen lots of lots of arguing about this uh, on, online. Of course, is you know if you're not working internationally, does do the accords even apply to you necessarily? Because to me, it seemed like the way that they had explained the accords was that um, basically, if if you go into another country. Mm-hmm and kill people or blow stuff up or whatever then if you if you're not a signatory on the accords then you can be prosecuted as an individual um yeah and arguably you know being a vigilante is illegal anyway right right exactly i mean so i you know a lot of people will be oh well, does, does jessica jones have to know dude no one knows about jessica jones you know yeah, no one knows about jessica jones luke is trying to stay under the radar mm-hmm um, and of course, uh, oh, what's his name? I don't uh, see Punisher. Uh, yeah, um, uh, Charlie Cox. Yeah, Charlie Charlie Cox was kind of all for wanting to be in Civil War, but yeah. And at one point, I had I'd heard a rumor that he was going to be, but uh, I think that may have been somebody who was confused and was was actually talking about Ant Man or just got something scrambled there. But um. Right. So the the other big plot line that that ties together the last uh, four or actually probably maybe six or so episodes, um, it has been uh, Dr. Radcliffe. Um, Yes. And uh, (coughs) I I know you and I are are both uh, John Hanna fans from from way back when he was doing The Mummy and everything. Yeah. And uh, he was was a really interesting character. The way that he was introduced, it seemed like he was just kind of going to be a a one-and-done you know, episode uh, guy, but as of the end of uh, of this final episode, mm-hmm. it looks like he's going to be pretty big next season. Yeah, he did kind of get uh, kidnapped uh, by Hive and made into a much larger character for mm-hmm. the rest of the season. And, you know, we saw his little pet project at the end of the finale that certainly suggests he's He's gonna be back in some capacity. Yes, and uh, I, I was, I was, I, I will say, you know, I was like, oh, that's interesting about Coulson and everything, and and blah blah blah. But man, that as soon as I saw LMD, I was like, oh my god, live model decoys officially. Yep, and uh, you know, it kind of goes back to that throwaway line from Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, you know when RDJ answers phone, you've reached the life model decoy of Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. Um, and and that brings up a good question though: is a, a lot of people have been assuming that the Koenigs were life model decoys, but I'm not sure if that's really how that works. Is it? No, not really. I mean, the Koenigs the Koenigs are basically. Um, they're Brothers. like clones. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're triplets. Yeah, well, and there's a sister too, apparently. <laughs> right. I right. doubt she looks like Patton Oswalt. 
you never know. Could be Patton Oswalt in a dress. Could 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 happen. You never. Know. I think the closest someone see Patton Oswalt uh, in drag is is the Wrecking Ball video from Dub Smash Wars. Oh my God, that was yeah, that was a thing. But um, so yeah, so so life model decoys. I mean that it, it certainly seems like he was making you know a. Uh, uh, a Buffy bot or, or, or something along those lines. Um, cause yeah. he, he has, he already has an AI that seems to be darn near Jarvis slash Friday level. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now he's looking at making a body. So, you know, he's, he's doing some, some pretty impressive level science. Uh, I mean, that that's like up with, uh, up with Tony almost. Yeah. Although the, uh... The, the main point of a life model decoy, especially in the comics, is to be a replica of somebody else, like somebody right. who's already alive and has a body. Right. Um, like Nick Fury in the comics used them constantly right. to kind of go into dangerous places and situations mm-hmm. where he could be, uh, where he could, his life could be at risk. Right. And uh, we come to find out in a, in a series um, called uh, Original Sin mm-hmm. that He's been using these for decades and is actually the age that we would think he should be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For, for having been around in World War Two. Right, right. Um, that was that was one thing that that I saw thrown out um, was if, you know, if he's at the point where he's he's able to be making life model decoys. Some people have speculated mm-hmm. that maybe that wasn't really Hive. Yeah, because apparently I saw some story today that says that um, says that Grant Ward is coming back next season. Yeah, um, like how's that going to work? Uh, you got kind of blown up. Yeah, so I mean, really, the, the the only options there are that that wasn't actually Hive that got blown mm-hmm. up, um, or they're going to make some kind of a a duplicate that looks like Grant Ward for because reasons or or, or maybe you some know, kind Grant of ward is really in a cocoon in the bottom of the hudson right right you know and and yeah i mean and and he's been cloned or 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 any number of things but um yeah i mean personally i think that it was it was a good way for hive to go out but at the same time i i really love brett dalton and i think that he's he's done an amazing job yeah. with the character this season and of course, um, he's coming to Dragon Con this year. And he's, yes. From every everything I have heard, just such a nice person. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, I, I am I am really kicking myself for ditching that press pass, but oh well, oh well, that's okay. Um, but uh, but so yeah, so so obviously um, we uh, we had uh, Hive get blown up, we had Lincoln get blown up. Um, I think uh, I think you and I are in agreement that if we had to lose somebody on the team, that was really the one to do. He was the most likely candidate, I thought, because um, he's the only one of the Secret Warriors that doesn't have a comic book counterpart, mm-hmm. and it remains to be seen whether he's going to be introduced as such but mm-hmm. i i doubt it um although talk about the uh the comics real quick mm-hmm. um in the agents of shield comic has introduced ward now mm-hmm. um ward in the comics was a shield agent who went undercover with hive and it looks like he went to the dark side mm-hmm. um and he is a guy that colson has been pursuing lately is stealing a list uh, of ways to kill superheroes that Coulson actually devised in case they ever went rogue. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, a lot of other people had been speculating that uh, that they would that they would have to be killing off uh, either uh, Fitz or Simmons since it's a Whedon family show and we can't have people being happy. But you know, as of as of that flash forward, it sounds like they're still together because uh, yep. uh, Radcliffe mentions them uh, still being a couple. Yeah, they was have that one. Of course, uh, we did get uh, robbed of Daisy and Lincoln, and of course uh, Andrew and May. True, true. Um, you know, so, uh, uh, the Weeden bloodlust has been satisfied for <laughs> one season. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what what other uh, what other things did you think were uh, were interesting in our last few episodes there? Um, well, you know, one thing we didn't touch on was mm-hmm. 
was Lash and his uh right. his ability to resist Hive's control and also to remove the parasites from other people. Yeah, and that was I I, I got to agree. There, there's one community that I'm on that uh, is a, a fairly small one on G plus. Yeah, I know that's a that's a big surprise. But um, you're the last one. You're the last person on G plus. I'm not the last person on G plus. But anyway, you're one. Um, there's there's there there are there are many hundreds of thousands of us. But uh, but anyway, there's this one guy that has just been losing his crap on on this one group about the fact that that Lash went out like such a chump. And and it's like Shield, if you had any clue that he was able to do this, why did you send him in there like that? Because I mean that's that's was, like huge being able to remove the, 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 the whammy from people. Well it was kind of um, you know, the hope that you send Lash after him and Lash can do the job that nobody else can. Yeah, but I mean it was it was and, and and I will say that was another very good fake out. Um, I, I've been very impressed with with Shield's ability to uh, to to draw me into the point that I I do not see things coming this season. But um, but yeah, obviously with you know the idea of Lincoln going in and uh, uh, um, then making the the last minute switcheroo to uh, to it being Lash. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was cool. It was very well done, and you know, on the plus side, he got Daisy out. Yep. But everybody, you know, Coulson and and everybody had been adamant that this is not about just saving Daisy. This is about you know killing Hive. Yes. And and in effect, that's that's really what it ended up being. It was Although just to save Daisy. Lash ends up like we've seen it before. He shows a particular affinity for Daisy. That's true. That's yeah. very true. And, uh, I mean, what's more, one of the things that was pointed out to me, if you really notice it, mm -hmm. uh, the way that Lincoln and May are communicating is that she's writing messages on the bottom of his tray that the cameras and thus Daisy can't see. Right. Um, and apparently when he goes to whack the guard to get out of his cell, mm -hmm. you can see the, you can see the writing on the bottom of the food tray. Ah, oh, I did not notice that. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very cool, but um, but yeah, that was uh, that was very well played. Um, obviously, the the whole thing between Daisy and uh, mm -hmm. and Mac was was very very angsty, and uh, I will give Chloe Bennett credit. She has has not always been the strongest uh, actor on the show, mm -hmm. but she has really come into her own this season. I think she's done a great job. Yeah, uh, and I would say beyond that, another favorite moment was. Uh kind of the last moments of Lincoln and Hive, just kind mm -hmm. of like up there and just, just having a conversation with you guys. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. I saw um, uh, a, a meme that, that came up today that uh, showed um, uh, at the end of um, uh, Age of Ultron, the scene that has um, Vision and Ultron talking. Um, and at the end of Civil War, when we have... Um, uh, Black Panther and Zemo talking, and then we have the the same thing with with Lincoln and um, mm -hmm. and uh, and Hive, where where you've got these these sort of peaceful moments of two people that have been enemies, uh, but that in a certain way kind of understand each other. So that was, yeah, that was and and the fact that like in all those scenarios, the bad guy's been beaten at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, and and that and in all of those, that's something where you know it's not a matter of, you know, beating, you know, the, needing to get in a, a coup de gras or a killing blow on the bad guy. In, in this case, mm -hmm. you know, they're they're gonna die, <laughs> or or at least we assume they're going to die. This is this is comics, and and you never know. The living um, are not finished with you yet. <laughs> indeed, indeed, but uh, but yeah, so. We we got a lot of really cool stuff. Um, 
we uh, a, a, a favorite uh, moment of mine, I think, uh, for just cool moments was there was a, a scene uh, between Hellfire and May uh, yeah. in the bar. Uh, that was that was great because we don't have a lot of of scenes of of people getting to go in undercover and and you know just talk to people yeah. and uh, and and May has not had a lot of May, May's had a lot of angst this season because of because of Andrew. And um, the last time she went undercover it was with Bobby and she wanted to fight it out anyway. Exactly, exactly. Um, so th- that ended up being a really cool scene. Um, I think I think Hellfire is is a lot of fun. I'm I'm glad that uh, you know presumably he's still going to be around, right? Yeah, I mean uh, I mean he's one of the secret warriors in the comics, so I yep. hope he uh, he sticks with the team now that he's free of Hive's uh, uh-huh. slaying. Now, did did they kill off all of the Ginger Ninjas, or do we still have any of them left? I don't know that we have it. We might have the original. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Because she's she's fun. I like her. Um, yeah, and of course, uh, she's she's uh, Adrian Pilecki's, uh stunt double. Really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. I had no idea. That's interesting. Very cool. So, so do you think with uh, with uh, Marvel's Most Wanted getting canceled, do you think we're going to get Bobby and Hunter back as as regulars? Or I, I certainly hope so. I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility, and you can mm-hmm. always kind of be unblacklisted, <laughs> right? Um, or, you know, un- maybe... or unburned or whatever, but I mean, it's it's certainly not an easy thing to do, but it is right. possible. Yeah, I mean, you know, something like if if they came in, you know, actually that now that I think about it, that would be an interesting twist if Bobby was the new director. I don't think it'll happen, but you know, if she came in and said, "Hey, I'm totally going to sign the accords," and you know, she's one of the few people that's an experienced Shield agent. Although, you know, if you want somebody who's actually run something before mm-hmm. uh, run a large spy organization that would actually be lance's comic book counterpart mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm i'm, uh, I'm striking in the comics strike from uh winter soldier mm-hmm. is actually the british version of shield okay and lance right. is the director of that Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've set him up on the show as, as having ever no, run anything before. <laughs> I don't think he would want, like, TV Lance does not want to be responsible for anything. No, I do not think so. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm still hoping for Kobe Smulders, because she's obviously, she's done network TV before, and right. as far as we know, she doesn't have anything uh, anything big going on, so. Yeah, I mean, like, no 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 offense to her or anything. No, 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 I mean, she's she's she's. Yeah, I mean, we're not trying to say that you can't make it in movies, Col- Colby, we hope you do. Yes, absolutely, but. But you uh, would be great for this, just saying. She, she would, and it would make perfect sense, and it would, it would make comic book people happy, and it would make movie yeah. people happy. To, to have that I, uh, connection back there, so. And I would never hear the end of it from <laughs> several Maria cosplayers. I bet. <laughs> I bet. Oh, good times. They already find it hard to accept that I could ever be the director of anything. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, uh, any any final thoughts on, uh, on this season? It was great. Um... I'm a little concerned about the ten o'clock time slot for next season. But Good point. Yeah. Hopefully it'll hopefully it'll be um, what ABC is saying, and that they'll get they'll have more creative freedom and be able to do more kind of like harder, heavier, actiony type stuff that wouldn't be good for the kiddies. Well, see, I'm I'm I, I would like to believe that, but I'm, I'm uh, yeah, so- I'd like to believe it. I'm I'm still calling BS. I really feel like they're they're trying to just you know bury it at ten o'clock, where they know the audiences are not going to be as big, um, you know, so that they have an excuse to go. Oh well, the ratings are so terrible. We're just going to have to cancel it. I um, mean, they, this might be kind of a sink or swim moment because if you really want to kill something, you put it on Friday nights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just moving it back an hour is is it. It might do. It might hurt it, but it's not going to hurt it enough, I think, to cancel it. Yeah, and and they've got they've actually got a lot of strong stor, uh, strong shows 
that mm-hmm. are at uh, at, at ten o'clock. So uh, and and certainly that that slot has been fine for for other networks like AMC. So. Right. So we will cross our fingers and hope. Um, I, you know, obviously, I think that uh, I think that Shield has been uh, any any problems that Shield has had are not things that you are going to fix by by making it more adult or more violent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we want, a, we need more of a tie to the comics and more of a tie to the movie universe. I think. Yes, and uh, and, and you know more. I mean, I think that that. Long-term storylines work a lot better than just straight-up monster of the week type things uh, mm-hmm. for a show like this. And I think right. that having you know the overarching uh, bad guy of Hive this season, yeah. and having uh, having Radcliffe come in as a as a linking character throughout uh, the the end of the season was really yeah. good. And there um, are plenty of other Hydra characters to bring in. There are plenty of other uh, Secret Warriors stories mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they've got a wealth of decades of comics to be able to rely on to mm-hmm. craft uh, new story arcs. So I think we'll see more of that now. Yeah, I, I hope so. And, you know, and, and more, you know, as far as ties into the movies, I mean, we've got... Um, if you look at the next few movies that we have coming out, we've got, you know, obviously Doctor Strange, which right. while while in the real world is, is certainly at, at right angles from from anything, you know, super spy related. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy coming out. That's not going to have any ties yeah. to, to S.H.I.E.L.D. We've got Thor Ragnarok. That mm-hmm. is highly unlikely to have any ties into, into S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, so, everything's probably going to be out, out in the other realms again for that one. Exactly. So so really, we've got a long stretch of time when it's not going to make sense for there to be a lot of ties in into the movies. I would love, love, love to see, you know, some references and even potentially uh, a character crossover with some of the Netflix shows. But, yeah. um, you know, I guess we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. I don't know what kind of uh, kind of uh, relations they have, you know, between Netflix and ABC. Um, you know, obviously CBS and uh, and WB made it work mm-hmm. um, to have a a, a cross network uh, crossover. But although, uh, I mean, CW is partially owned by CBS. I know, I know, but uh, but but still, e- even so, it's 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 unusual to have that happen right. um, when they're not all in the same network. Um, the fact that CBS let uh, the Flash use images of John Wesley's ship, right, right, um, which was very cool. So, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm hoping for for at the very least to see some Shield crossover with with the Netflix stuff. Um, I'm I'm not going to be shocked if we don't have a lot of tie-ins with the movies for the next while because just the movies that are coming out are are not stuff that would make sense to crossover. Um, and uh, and as far as comics goes, I think that that's um, that's something. It looks like they're having more uh, more tie-ins with the comics than they are with the movies these days. Yeah, but that's fine with me. I, I I like seeing more of the stuff from the comics showing up in the show. Sure, and and vice versa though. You know, mm-hmm. they're, 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 we're having uh, uh, you know just just the fact that like you said, we've got Ward uh, in the comics. We had now didn't uh, yep. didn't Fitzsimmons show up in like Spider Man or something? Well, Fitzsimmons are Fitzsimmons are in the comic as well. Uh, right. Like the main cast of this Shield comic mm-hmm. is, of course, Coulson, May, Fitz, Simmons, Daisy, mm-hmm. and uh, and Deathlock. Mm-hmm. Although it's not the the Henry Hayes Deathlock, it's it's a different one that they hmm. have in the comics. But... Gotcha, gotcha. Well, uh, I I think that Shield definitely. Um, definitely turned itself around this season it had uh i think this season was a lot stronger than uh than last season was i think that having these uh these plot lines that tie things together have been really good and they've got they've got a lot of cool things to play with going forward Mm -hmm. um and and so i i've really got my my fingers crossed um i'm assuming we're probably going to be getting the new season in like what late September, early October usually? Yeah, it's usually about late September. Usually, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say two or three weeks after Dragon Con. Yep, that that sounds about right. 
do you want to give a rating to this half season or just to the finale or what do you want to do? Uh, I mean, I'll do the last three episodes and I'm okay. going to give them all. I think they've earned a five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, I would say the last episode I would give a five or the last, you know, the last I guess double episode mm -hmm. um, overall is a five. Um, I think that that I kind of kind of want to go four point five for for the 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 last several as a whole because there were you know th th there were parts that were were slower and it was it was very very good. But but that last I, I got to give them credit for that last scene making me super super excited about next season and that's yeah. that's what it needs to do. Um, so very cool. Uh, well, anyway, um, thank you all for your patience. We, we hope that, uh, what, what's the name of the convention you're going to be at this weekend again? Megacon. Megacon, and that's in Orlando? Yep. Right? Uh, I will be at Momocon and TimeGate this weekend here in Atlanta. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we, we got a lot of fun stuff going on, and, uh, we will definitely be back to talk with you more about the MCU. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network, your station for all things geek, classic, current, and beyond. Be part of the crew at esonetwork.com.